Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih al-Bukhari, the book of the virtues and the merits of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter 1. The virtues of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and any Muslim who enjoyed the company of the Prophet, peace be upon him, or saw him, is regarded as one of his companions. Narrated Aba Sa'id al-Khudari, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, A time will come upon the people, when a group of people will fight a holy battle, and it will be said, Is there amongst you anyone who has enjoyed the company of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him? They will say, Yes, and so victory will be bestowed on them. Then a time will come upon the people, when a group of people will fight a holy battle, and it will be said, Is there amongst you anyone who has enjoyed the company of the companions of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, they will say, Yes, and so victory will be bestowed on them. Then a time will come upon the people, when a group of people will fight a holy battle, and it will be said, Is there amongst you anyone who has enjoyed the company of the companions of the companions of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, they will say, Yes, and victory will be bestowed on them. See Volume 4, Hadith number 3594. Narrated Imran ibn Husayn, may Allah be pleased with both of them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The best of my followers are those living in my century, generation, then those coming after them, and then those coming after the latter. Imran added, I do not remember whether he mentioned two or three centuries, generations, after his century, generation. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, added, There will come after you people who will bear witness without being asked to give witness, and they will be dishonest and not trustworthy, and they will vow and will not fulfill their vows, and fatness will appear among them. See Volume 3, Hadith number 2651. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The best amongst the people are those living in my century, generation, and then those coming after them, and then those coming after the latter. Then there will come some people whose witness will precede their oaths, and their oaths will precede their witness. Ibrahim, a sub-narrator, said, We were beaten for taking oaths by saying, I bear witness by the name of Allah, or by the covenant of Allah, when we were still children. See Volume 3, Footnote of Hadith Number 2652. Footnote, regarding that statement, their oaths will precede their witness, means, 
they will be ready to bear witness or take oaths falsely, readily as required. Chapter 1 The Virtues of the Immigrants, i.e. Muhajirun, and their Merits Among them is Aba Bakrin Abdullah ibn Abi Quhafat al-Taymi May Allah be pleased with him The Statement of Allah Almighty لِلْفُقَرَاءِ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ الَّذِينَ أُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَأَمْوَالِهِمْ يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرِضْوَانًا وَيَنْصُرُونَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ أُولَئِكَ هُمُ الصَّادِقُونَ And there is also a share in this booty for the poor immigrants who were expelled from their homes and their property seeking bounties from Allah and to please Him and helping Allah i.e. helping his religion, Islamic monotheism, and his messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him. Such are indeed the truthful to what they say. Quran chapter 59 verse 8 And also the statement of Allah Almighty, إِلَّا تَنْصُرُوهُ فَقَدْ نَصَرَهُ اللَّهِ If you help him, Muhammad, peace be upon him, not it does not matter, for Allah did indeed help him till the end of the verse. Quran chapter 9 verse 40 Aisha, Aba Sa'id, and Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Aba Bakr was with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the cave of the mountain called Al-Thawr at Mecca. Narrated Al-Bara' Aba Bakr may Allah be pleased with him bought a camel saddle from Azib for 13 dirham. Aba Bakr said to Azib till Al-Bara' to carry the saddle for me. Azib said, No, unless you relate to me what happened to you and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, when you left Mecca while Al-Mushrikun were in search of you. Aba Bakr said, We left Mecca and we traveled continuously for that night and the following day till it was midday. I looked around, searching for shade to take as shelter, and suddenly I came across a rock and found a little shade there. So I cleaned the place and spread a bed for the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the shade and said to him, Lie down. O Allah's Messenger. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, lay down, and I went out, looking around to see if there was any person pursuing us. Suddenly, I saw a shepherd driving his sheep towards the rock, seeking what we had already sought from it. I asked him, To whom do you belong? O boy, he said, I belong to a man from Quraysh. He named the man and I recognized him. I asked him, Is there any milk with your sheep? He said, Yes. I said, Will you then milk some for us? He said, Yes. Then I asked him to tie the legs of one of the ewe and clean its udder and then ordered him to clean his hands from dust. Then the shepherd cleaned his hands by striking his hands against one another. After doing so, he milked a small amount of milk. I used to keep for Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, 
a leather water container, the mouth of which was covered with a piece of cloth. I poured water on the milk container till its lower part was cold. Then I took the milk to the Prophet, peace be upon him, whom I found awake. I said to him, Drink, O Allah's Messenger. So he drank till I became pleased. Then I said, It is time for us to move, O Allah's Messenger. He said, Yes. So we set out while the people, i.e., Mushriki Quraysh, were searching for us, but none found us except Suraqat ibn Malik ibn Joshum, who was riding his horse. I said, These are our pursuers who have found us, O Allah's Messenger. He said, Do not be sad or afraid. Surely Allah is with us. See Volume 4, Hadith number 3615. Narrated Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him. I said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, while I was in the cave, if any of them should look under his feet, he would see us. He said, O Abu Bakr, what do you think of two persons, the third of whom is Allah? Chapter 1 The saying of the Prophet, peace be upon him, Close the gates in the mosque except the gate of Abu Bakr. This is narrated by Ibn Abbas on the authority of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Abu Sa'id al Khudari, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, addressed the people saying, Allah gave a choice to one of his slaves to choose this world or what is with him. The slave chose what is with Allah. Abu Bakr wept, and we were astonished at his weeping, caused by what the Prophet, peace be upon him, mentioned as to a slave of Allah who had been offered a choice. We learned later on that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, himself was the person who was given that choice, and that Abu Bakr knew more than us. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, added, Abu Bakr has favored me much with his company and property, wealth, more than anybody else. If I were to take a Khalil other than my Lord, I would have taken Abu Bakr, but the Islamic Brotherhood and friendship is sufficient. Close all the gates in the mosque except the gate of Abu Bakr. See Volume 1 Hadith number 466. Footnote. Khalil. This word in Arabic means the one whose love is mixed with one's soul. It is superior than a friend or a beloved. The Prophet, peace be upon him, had only one, Khalil, i.e., Allah, but he had many friends. Chapter 1. The Merits of Abu Bakr, as next to those of the Prophet, peace be upon him, in excellence. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them, we used to compare the people as to who was better during the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. We used to regard Abu Bakr as the best, then Umar, and then Uthman, 
May Allah be pleased with them. Chapter on The saying of the Prophet, peace be upon him, if I were to take a Khalil. This is said by Abba Sa'id. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with both of them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, if I were to take a Khalil, I would have taken Abba Bakr, but he is my brother and my companion in Islam. Narrated Ayyub, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, If I were to take a Khalil, I would have taken him, i.e. Abba Bakr, as a Khalil, but the Islamic Brotherhood is better. Narrated Ayyub, as above. Narrated Abdullah ibn Abi Mulaika, the people of Kufa sent a letter to Ibn Zubair asking about the inheritance of paternal grandfather. He replied that the right of the inheritance of paternal grandfather is the same as that of father if the father is dead, and added, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, If I were to take a Khalil from this nation, I would have taken him, i.e. Abba Bakr. Narrated Jubayr ibn Mut'im, may Allah be pleased with him, a woman came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, who ordered her to return to him again. She said, What if I came and did not find you? As if she wanted to say, If I found you dead, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, if you should not find me, go to Abba Bakr. Narrated Ammar, may Allah be pleased with him. I saw Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and there was none with him but five slaves, two women, and Abba Bakr. I.e., those were the only converts to Islam then. Narrated Abba Darda, may Allah be pleased with him. While I was sitting with the Prophet, peace be upon him, Abba Bakr came, lifting up one corner of his garment, uncovering his knee. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Your companion has had a quarrel. Abba Bakr greeted the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, there was something, i.e., quarrel, between me and the son of Al-Khattab. I talked to him harshly and then regretted that and requested him to forgive me, but he refused. This is why I have came to you. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said thrice, O Abba Bakr, may Allah forgive you. In the meanwhile, Umar regretted his refusal of Abba Bakr's excuse and went to Abba Bakr's house and asked if Abba Bakr was there. They replied in the negative. So he came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and greeted him. But signs of displeasure appeared on the face of the Prophet, peace be upon him, till Abba Bakr, Pirid, Umar. So he knelt and said twice, O Allah's Messenger, by Allah, I was more unjust to him than he was to me. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah sent me as a prophet, to you, people, but you said, to me, you are telling a lie, while Abba Bakr believed in me, and 
said to the people, He has said the truth, and consoled me with himself and his money. He then said twice, Won't you then give up harming my companion? After that, nobody harmed Abu Bakr. Narrated Amr ibn al-As, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, deputed me to lead the army of the Tisalasil. I came to him and said, Who is the most beloved person to you? He said, Aisha. I asked, Among the men, he said, Her father. I said, Who then? He said, Then, Umar ibn al-Khattab. He then named other men. Narrated Abu Hurairah, May Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, While a shepherd was amongst his sheep, a wolf attacked them and took away one sheep. When the shepherd chased the wolf, the wolf turned towards him and said, Who will be its guard on the day of wild animals, when nobody except I will be its shepherd? And while a man was driving a cow with a load on it, it turned towards him and spoke to him, saying, I have not been created for this purpose, i.e., to carry burden, but for plowing. The people said, Glorified be Allah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, But I believe in it, and so does Abu Bakr and Umar. May Allah be pleased with both of them. Footnote It has been written that a wolf also spoke to a shepherd during the Prophet's lifetime near Al-Madinah as narrated in Musnad al-Imam Ahmad in the Musnad of Aba Sa'id al-Khudari. May Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Aba Sa'id al-Khudari. May Allah be pleased with him. While a shepherd was in his herd of sheep, suddenly a wolf attacked a sheep and took it away. The shepherd chased the wolf and took back the sheep. The wolf sat on its tail and addressed the shepherd saying, Be afraid of Allah. You have taken the provision from me, which Allah gave me. The shepherd said, What an amazing thing. A wolf sitting on its tail speaks to me in the language of a human being. The wolf said, Shall I tell you something more amazing than this? There is Muhammad, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in Yathrib, Al-Madina, informing the people about the news of the past. Then the shepherd, after hearing that, proceeded towards Al-Madina, driving his sheep till he entered Al-Madina, cornered his sheep in a place, and came to Allah's Messenger. Muhammad, peace be upon him, and informed the whole story. Allah's Messenger ordered for the proclamation of a congregational prayer, Salat in Jami'ah. Then he, peace be upon him, came out and asked the shepherd to inform the people about his story, and he informed them. Then Allah's Messenger said, He, the shepherd, has spoken the truth. By him, Allah, in whose hands my soul is, the day of resurrection will not be established till beasts of prey, Siba, speak to the human beings, and the stick lash and the shoelaces of a person speak to him 
and his thigh informs him about his family as to what happened to them after him. Musnad al-Imam Ahmad in the Musnad of Aba Sa'id al-Khudari. Narrated Aba Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's Messenger peace be upon him saying, while I was sleeping, I saw myself standing at a well, on it there was a bucket. I drew water from the well as much as Allah wished. Then Ibn Abi Quhafa, i.e. Abu Bakr, took the bucket from me and brought out one or two buckets of water and there was weakness in his drawing the water. May Allah forgive him his weakness. Then the bucket turned into a very big one and Ibn al-Khattab took it over and I had never seen such a strong person amongst the people as him in performing such hard work till the people drank to their satisfaction and watered their camels that knelt down there. See volume 9, hadith number 7019. Narrated Abdullah ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them, that Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, Allah will not look on the day of judgment at him who drags his robe behind him out of conceit, pride, etc. Abu Bakr said, one side of my robe slacks down unless I get very cautious about it. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, but you do not do out of conceit, with pride. See volume 7, hadith number 5784. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's Messenger peace be upon him saying, Anybody who spends two things in Allah's cause will be called from all the gates of paradise. O Allah's slave, this is good. He who is amongst those who offer salah, prayer, will be called from the gate of the salah, prayers, in paradise. And he who is from the people of jihad will be called from the gate of jihad. And he who is from those who give as-sadaqah, charity, zakah, etc., will be called from the gate of as-sadaqah. And he who is amongst those who observe psalm, fast, will be called from the gate of as-siyam, the gate of ar-rayyan. Abu Bakr said, he who is called from all those gates will need nothing. He added, will anyone be called from all those gates, O Allah's Messenger? He, peace be upon him, said, Yes, and I hope you will be among those, O Ababakr. Narrated Aisha, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, died while Ababakr was at a place called As-Sunnah, Al-Aliyah. Umar stood up and said, By Allah, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, is not dead. Umar later on said, By Allah, nothing occurred to my mind except that. He said, Verily, Allah will resurrect him, and he will cut the hands and legs of some men. Then Abu Bakr came, and uncovered the face of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, kissed him, and said, Let my mother and father be sacrificed for you, O Allah's Messenger. You are good, 
in both states, alive or dead. By Allah, in whose hands my soul is, Allah will never make you taste death twice. Then he went out and said, O oath-taker, don't be hasty. When Abu Bakr spoke, Umar sat down. Aisha added, Abu Bakr praised and glorified Allah and said, No doubt, whoever worshipped Muhammad, peace be upon him, then Muhammad, peace be upon him, is dead. But whoever worshipped Allah, then Allah is alive and shall never die. Then he recited Allah's statement, إِنَّكَ مَيِّتٌ وَإِنَّهُمْ مَيِّتُونَ Verily, you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, will die, and verily, they too will die. Quran chapter 39, verse 30. He also recited, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلُ أَفَأَيٍّ مَاتَ أَوْ قُتِلًا قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ أَعْقَابِكُمْ وَمَنْ يَنْقَلِبُ عَلَىٰ عَقْبَيْهِ فَلَنْ يَضُرَّ اللَّهَ شَيْئًا وَسَيَجْزِي اللَّهُ الشَّاكِرِينَ Muhammad, peace be upon him, is no more than a messenger. And indeed, many messengers have passed away before him. If he dies or is killed, will you then turn back on your heels as disbelievers? And he who turns back on his heels, not the least harm will he do to Allah and Allah will give reward to those who are grateful. Quran chapter 3, verse 144. The people wept loudly, and the Ansar had assembled with Sa'd ibn Ubadah in the shade of Bani Sa'ida. They said to the immigrants, There should be one, Amir, ruler, leader, etc., from us, and one from you. Then Abu Bakr, Umar ibn al-Khattab and Aba Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah went to them. Umar wanted to speak but Aba Bakr stopped him. Umar later on used to say, By Allah, I intended only to say something that appealed to me and I was afraid that Aba Bakr would not speak so well. Then Aba Bakr spoke and his speech was very eloquent. He said in his statement, We are the rulers and you, Ansar are the ministers. Hubab ibn al-Munzir said, No, by Allah, we won't accept this, but there must be a ruler from us and a ruler from you. Abu Bakr said, No, we will be the rulers and you will be the ministers, for they, i.e., Quraysh, are the best family amongst the Arabs and of best origin. So you should elect either Umar or Aba Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah as your ruler. Umar said to Aba Bakr, No, but we elect you, for you are our chief and the best amongst us, and the most beloved from all of us, to Allah's messenger, peace be upon him. So, Umar took Aba Bakr's hand and gave the bay'ah pledge, and the people too gave the bay'ah to Aba Bakr. Someone said, you have killed Sa'd ibn Ubadah. Umar said, Allah has killed him. Aisha said in another narration, When the Prophet, peace be upon him, was on his deathbed, he looked up and said thrice, Firra fi qil'ala, amongst the highest companions. See the Quran, chapter 4, verse 69. Aisha said, 
Allah benefited the people by their two speeches. Umar frightened the people, some of whom were hypocrites whom Allah caused to abandon Islam because of Umar's speech. Then Abu Bakr led the people to true guidance and acquainted them with the right path that they were to follow. So they went out reciting, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلُ Muhammad, peace be upon him, is no more than a messenger. And indeed, many messengers have passed away before him. Up to الشاكرين, those who are grateful. Quran chapter 3, verse 144. Narrated Muhammad ibn al-Hanafiyyah, I asked my father, Ali ibn Abi Talib, who are the best people after Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. He said, Abu Bakr. I asked, who then? He said, then Umar. I was afraid he would say, Uthman. So I said, then you. He said, I am only an ordinary man from amongst the Muslims. See Fath al-Bari. Narrated Aisha. May Allah be pleased with her. We went out with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, on one of his journeys till we reached Al-Bayda or Zat al-Jaysh, where a necklace of mine was broken and lost. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stayed there to search for it and the people too stopped with him. There was no water at that place and they had no water with them. So, they went to Abu Bakr and said, Don't you see what Aisha has done? She has made Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and the people stop where there is no water and they have no water with them. Abu Bakr came while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was sleeping with his head on my thigh and said, You have detained Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and the people where there is no water and they have no water. He then admonished me and said what Allah wished him to say and pinched me at my flanks with his hand. Nothing prevented me from moving because of pain but the position of Allah's Messenger on my thigh. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, woke up when dawn broke and there was no water. Then Allah revealed the divine verses of Tayammum and the people performed tayammum. Usaid ibn al-Hudayr said, O family of Abu Bakr, this is not the first blessings of yours. Then the camel on which I was riding was caused to move from its place and the necklace was found beneath it. See volume 1, hadith number 334. Narrated Abu Sa'id, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Do not abuse my companions, for if any of you spent gold equal to Uhud, mountain, in Allah's cause, it would not be equal to a Mud, two-thirds of a kilogram, or even a half Mud, spent by one of them. Footnote. The Prophet's companions were so pious and faithful that the reward they desired for spending a little amount would be greater than the reward given to others for spending in abundance. Narrated Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, May Allah be pleased with him. 
I performed ablution in my house and then went out and said, Today I shall stick to or remain constantly with Allah's Messenger peace be upon him and stay with him all this day of mine in his service. I went to the mosque and asked about the Prophet peace be upon him. They said he had gone in this direction. So I followed his way asking about him till he entered a place called Bi'ri Aris. I sat at its gate that was made of date palm leaves till the Prophet peace be upon him finished answering the call of nature and performed ablution. Then I went up to him to see him sitting at the will of Aris at the middle of its edge with his legs uncovered hanging in the well. I greeted him and went back and sat at the gate. I said, Today I will be the gatekeeper of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Abba Bakr came and pushed the gate. I asked, Who is it? He said, Abba Bakr. I told him to wait, went in and said, O oh Allah's Messenger, Abba Bakr asks that permission to enter. He said, Admit him and give him the glad tidings that he will enter paradise. So I went out and said to Abba Bakr, Come in, and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gives you the glad tidings that you will enter paradise. Abba Bakr entered and sat on the right side of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, on the built edge of the well, and hung his legs in the well, as the Prophet, peace be upon him, did, and uncovered his legs. I then returned and sat at the gate. I had left my brother performing ablution, and he intended to follow me. So I said to myself, If Allah wants good for so and so, i.e., my brother, he will bring him here. Suddenly, somebody moved the door. I asked, Who is it? He said, Umar ibn al Khattab. I asked him to wait, went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, greeted him, and said, Umar ibn al Khattab asks the permission to enter. He said, Admit him and give him the glad tidings that he will enter paradise. I went to Umar and said, Come in, and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gives you glad tidings that you will enter paradise. So he entered and sat beside Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, on the built edge of the well on the left side and hung his legs in the well. I returned and sat at the gate and said to myself, If Allah wants good for so and so, he will bring him here. Somebody came and moved the door. I asked, Who is it? He replied, Uthman ibn Affan. I asked him to wait, and went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and informed him. He said, Admit him, and give him the glad tidings of entering paradise, after a calamity that will befall him. So, I went up to him and said to him, Come in, and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gives you the glad tidings of entering paradise after a calamity that will befall you. Uthman then came in and found that the built edge of the well was occupied, so he sat opposite to the Prophet, peace be upon him, on the other side. Sa'id ibn al-Musayyab said, I interpret this narration in terms of their graves. Narrated Anas ibn Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, 
the Prophet peace be upon him once climbed the mountain of Uhud with Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman, the mountain shock with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said to the mountain, Be firm, O Uhud, for on you there are no more than a prophet, a Siddiq, and two martyrs. Narrated Abdullah ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, While in a dream, I was standing by a well, drawing water from it. Abu Bakr and Umar came to me. Abu Bakr took the bucket from me and drew one or two buckets of water, and there was some weakness in his drawing. May Allah forgive him. Then Ibn al-Khattab took the bucket from Abu Bakr, and the bucket turned into a very large one in his hands. I had never seen such a strong person amongst the people as him in performing such hard work. He drew so much water that the people drank to their satisfaction and watered their camels that knelt down there. Wahb, a sub-narrator, said, till their camels drank and knelt down. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with both of them. While I was standing amongst the people who were invoking Allah for Umar ibn al-Khattab, who was lying dead on his bed, a man behind me rested his elbows on my shoulder and said, O Umar, may Allah bestow his mercy on you. I always hoped that Allah will keep you with your two companions, for I often heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, I, Abu Bakr, and Umar, were somewhere. I, Abu Bakr, and Umar, did something. I, Abu Bakr, and Umar, set out. So I hope that Allah will keep you with both of them. I turned back to see that the speaker was Ali ibn Abi Talib. Narrated Urwat ibn Zubayr, I asked Abdullah ibn Amr, what was the worst thing al-Mushrikun did to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him? He said, I saw Uqbat ibn Abi Mu'ayt coming to the Prophet, peace be upon him, while he was offering salah, prayer. Uqba put his sheet round the Prophet's neck and squeezed it very severely. Abu Bakr came and pulled Uqba away from the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, Do you intend to kill a man just because he says, My Lord is Allah, and he has brought forth to you the evident signs from your Lord? Footnote Al-Mushrikun Polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him. Chapter 1 The Merits of Umar ibn al-Khattab Abi Hafsin al-Qurashi al-Adawi May Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Jabir ibn Abdullah, May Allah be pleased with both of them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, I saw myself in a dream entering paradise and behold, I saw Ar-Rumaysa, Abba Talha's wife. I heard footsteps. I asked, Who is it? Somebody said, It is Bilal. Then I saw a palace and a lady sitting in its courtyard. I asked, For whom is this palace? Somebody replied, It is for Omar. I intended to enter it and see it, but I thought of your Omar's 
غيره and gave up the thought. Omar said, Let my parents be sacrificed for you, O Allah's Messenger. How dare I think of my غيره, self-respect, being offended by you. Footnote, غيره. This Arabic word covers a wide meaning including self-respect, jealousy as regard women, and it is a feeling of fury with great anger when one's honor and prestige is challenged or injured. Narrated Aba Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. While we were with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, he said, while I was sleeping, I saw myself in paradise, and suddenly, I saw a woman performing ablution beside a palace. I asked, for whom is this palace? They replied, it is for Umar. Then I remembered Umar's غيره, self-respect, and went away quickly. Umar wept and said, O Allah's Messenger, how dare I think of my غيره, being offended by you? Narrated Hamza's father, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, While I was sleeping, I saw myself drinking milk, and I was so contented that I noticed it's the milk witness coming out of my nails. Then I gave the milk to Omar. They, i.e., the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, asked, What have you interpreted about the dream? He said, It is religious knowledge. Narrated Abdullah ibn Omar, May Allah be pleased with both of them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, In a dream, I saw myself drawing water from a well with a bucket. Then Abu Bakr came and drew a bucket or two, and there was some weakness in his drawing. May Allah forgive him. Then Umar ibn al-Khattab came, and the bucket turned into a very large one in his hands. I had never seen such a strong person as him in doing such hard work. He drew so much water that the people drank to their satisfaction and watered their camels that knelt down there. Narrated Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas, Umar ibn al-Khattab asked permission of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, to see him while some Qurayshi women were sitting with him, talking to him and asking him for more expenses, raising their voices above the voice of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. When Umar asked for the permission to enter, the women quickly put on their veils. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, allowed him to enter, and Umar came in while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was smiling. Umar said, O Allah's Messenger, May Allah always keep you smiling. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, These women who have been here roused my wonder. For as soon as they heard your voice, they quickly put on their veils. Umar said, O Allah's Messenger, you have more right to be feared by them than I. Then Umar addressed the women saying, O enemies of yourselves, you fear me more than you fear Allah's Messenger. Peace be upon him. They replied, Yes, for you are harsher and sterner than Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O Ibn al-Khattab, by him in whose hands my soul is, never does Satan find you going on a way, but he takes another way 
other than yours. Narrated Abdullah, we have been powerful since Umar embraced Islam. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with both of them, who in the body of Umar was put in his deathbed, the people gathered around him and invoked Allah and prayed for him before the body was taken away, and I was amongst them. Suddenly, I felt somebody taking hold of my shoulder and found out that he was Ali ibn Abi Talib. Ali invoked Allah's mercy for Umar and said, O Umar, you have not left behind you a person whose deeds I like to imitate and meet Allah with more than I like your deeds. By Allah, I always thought that Allah would keep you with your two companions for very often I used to hear the Prophet, peace be upon him, saying, I, Abu Bakr and Umar, went somewhere. I, Abu Bakr and Umar, entered somewhere. And I, Abu Bakr and Umar, went out. Narrated Anas ibn Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, ascended the mountain of Uhud, and he was accompanied by Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman, the mountain shock beneath them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, struck it with his foot and said, O Uhud, be firm, for on you there is none but a Prophet, a Siddiq, and two martyrs. Narrated Aslam, Ibn Umar asked me about some matters concerning Umar. He said, Since Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, died, I have never seen anybody more serious, hard-working, and generous than Umar ibn al-Khattab till the end of his life. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, a man asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, about the hour, i.e., day of judgment, saying, when will the hour be? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, what have you prepared for it? The man said, Nothing, except that I love Allah and His Messenger, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You will be with those whom you love. We had never been so glad as we were on hearing that saying of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, i.e., you will be with those whom you love. Hence, I love the Prophet, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr and Umar and I hope that I will be with them because of my love for them, though my deeds are not similar to theirs. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Among the nations who lived before you, there were muhaddathun, people who were inspired, though they were not prophets. And if there is any of such a person amongst my followers, it is Umar. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Among the nation who lived before you, from Bani Israel, there were men who used to be inspired with guidance, though they were not prophets. And if there is any of such persons amongst my followers, it is Umar. Narrated Abu Hurairah, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, While a shepherd was amongst his sheep, a wolf attacked them and took away one sheep. The shepherd chased it 
and got that sheep freed from the wolf. The wolf turned towards the shepherd and said, Who will be its guard on the day of wild animals, when it will have no shepherd, except I? The people said, Glorified be Allah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, But I believe in it, and so do Abu Bakr and Omar. Although Abu Bakr and Omar were not present there at the place of the event. See Hadith number 2324, 3471, and 3663. Footnote It has been written that a wolf also spoke to a shepherd during the Prophet's lifetime near Al Madina, as narrated in Musnad al Imam Ahmad in the Musnad of Aba Sa'id al Khudari. May Allah be pleased with him. Volume 3 Narrated Aba Sa'id al Khudari. May Allah be pleased with him. While a shepherd was in his herd of sheep, suddenly a wolf attacked a sheep and took it away. The shepherd chased the wolf and took back the sheep. The wolf sat on its tail and addressed the shepherd saying, Be afraid of Allah. You have taken the provision from me, which Allah gave me. The shepherd said, What an amazing thing! A wolf sitting on its tail speaks to me in the language of a human being. The wolf said, Shall I tell you something more amazing than this? There is Muhammad, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in Yathrib, Al-Madina, informing the people about the news of the past. Then the shepherd, after hearing that, proceeded towards Al-Madina, driving his sheep till he entered Al-Madina, cornered his sheep in a place, and came to Allah's messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him, and informed the whole story. Allah's Messenger ordered for the proclamation of a congregational prayer, Salat in Jamia. Then he, peace be upon him, came out and asked the shepherd to inform the people about his story, and he informed them. Then Allah's Messenger said, He, the shepherd, has spoken the truth. By him, Allah, in whose hands my soul is, the day of resurrection will not be established till beasts of prey, Siba, speak to the human beings, and the sticklash and the shoelaces of a person speak to him, and his thigh informs him about his family as to what happened to them after him. Musnadul Imam Ahmad in the Musnad of Aba Sa'id al Khudari. Narrated Aba Sa'id al Khudari, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, While I was sleeping, some people were displayed before me in a dream. They were wearing shirts, some of which were merely covering their chests, and some were a bit longer. Then there passed before me Umar, and his shirt was so long that he was dragging it. They asked, What have you interpreted it, O Allah's Messenger? He said, Religion. Narrated Al-Miswar ibn Makhrama, when Umar was tapped, he showed signs of agony. Ibn Abbas, as if intending to encourage Umar, said to him, O chief of the believers, never mind what has happened to you. 
you have been in the company of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and you kept good relations with him, and you parted with him, i.e., he died while he was pleased with you. Then you were in the company of Abu Bakr, and kept good relations with him, and you parted with him, i.e., he died while he was pleased with you. Then you were in the company of the Muslims, and you kept good relations with them, and if you leave them, you will leave them while they are pleased with you. Umar said to Ibn Abbas, As for what you have said about the company of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and his being pleased with me, it is a favor Allah Almighty did to me. And as for what you have said about the company of Abu Bakr, and his being pleased with me, it is a favor Allah Almighty did to me. And concerning my impatience which you see, is because of you and your companions. By Allah, if at all I had gold equal to the earth, quantity, I would have ransomed myself with it from the punishment of Allah, the mighty and sublime, before I meet him. Narrated Abba Musa, may Allah be pleased with him, while I was with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in one of the gardens of Al-Madinah, a man came and asked me to open the gate. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to me, open the gate for him and give him the glad tidings that he will enter paradise. I opened the gate for him and behold, it was Abu Bakr. I informed him of the glad tidings the Prophet, peace be upon him, had said, and he praised and thanked Allah. Then another man came and asked me to open the gate. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to me, Open the gate and give him the glad tidings of entering paradise. I opened the gate for him, and behold, it was Umar. I informed him of what the Prophet, peace be upon him, had said, and he praised and thanked Allah. Then another man came and asked me to open the gate. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to me, Open the gate for him and inform him of the glad tidings of entering paradise with a calamity which will befall him. Behold, it was Uthman. I informed him of what Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had said. He praised and thanked Allah and said, It is Allah whose help I seek. Narrated Abdullah ibn Hisham, We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, while he was holding Umar ibn al-Khattab by the hand. Chapter 1 The Virtues of Uthman ibn Affan Abi Amr al-Qurashi May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He who digs the will of Ruma will have paradise. Uthman dug it. He also said, He who equips the army of Al-Usra, i.e. Ghazwatu Tabuk, will have paradise. Uthman equipped it. Narrated Abba Musa, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, entered a garden and ordered me to guard its gate. A man came and asked permission to enter. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Admit him and give him the glad tidings of entering paradise. Behold, it was Abu Bakr. Another man came and asked the permission to enter. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Admit him, 
and give him the glad tidings of entering paradise. Behold, it was Omar. Then another man came, asking the permission to enter. The Prophet, peace be upon him, kept silent for a short while, and then said, Admit him, and give him the glad tidings of entering paradise, with a calamity which will befall him. Behold, it was Uthman ibn Affan. Asim, in another narration, said that the Prophet, peace be upon him, was sitting in a place where there was water, and he was uncovering both his knees or his knee, and when Uthman entered, he covered them. Narrated Ubaidullah ibn Adi ibn al-Khayyar, al-Miswar ibn Makhramah, and Abdul Rahman ibn al-Aswad ibn Abdi Yaghuth said to me, What forbids you to talk to Uthman about his brother, Al-Walid, because people have talked much about him. So I went to Uthman, and when he went out for Salah, prayer, I said to him, I have something to say to you, and it is a piece of advice for you. Uthman said, O man, from you, Ma'mar said, I see that he said, I seek refuge with Allah from you. So I left him and went to them. Then the messenger of Uthman came, and I went to him, i.e. Uthman. Uthman asked, What is your advice? I replied, Allah sent Muhammad, peace be upon him, with the truth, and revealed the divine book, i.e. the Qur'an, to him, and you were amongst those who followed Allah and his messenger, and you participated in the two immigrations, to Ethiopia and to Al-Madinah and enjoyed the company of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and so his way. No doubt, the people are talking much about Al-Walid. Uthman said, Did you receive your knowledge directly from Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him? I said, No, but his knowledge did reach me, and it reached even to a virgin in her seclusion. Uthman said, Amma ba'd, then after, Allah sent Muhammad, peace be upon him, with the truth, and I was amongst those who followed Allah and his messenger, and I believed in whatever he, i.e., the Prophet, peace be upon him, was sent with, and I participated in two immigrations, as you have said, and I enjoyed the company of Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and gave the bay'ah, pledge, to him. By Allah, I never disobeyed him, nor did I cheat him till Allah took him unto him. Then I treated Abu Bakr and then Umar similarly, and then I was made Khalifa. So, don't I have rights similar to theirs? I said, yes. He said, then what are these talks reaching me from you people? Now, concerning what you mentioned about the question of Al-Walid, if Allah will, I shall deal with him according to what is right. Then he called Ali and ordered him to flog him, and Ali flogged him, i.e. Al-Walid, 80 lashes. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ascended the mountain of Uhud with Abu Bakr, Umar and Uthman, and Ichak. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Be calm, O Uhud. I think he struck it with his foot and added, There is none on you but a prophet, 
أي صديق and two martyrs The two martyrs were عمر and عثمان See حديث number 3675 Narrated Ibn Umar May Allah be pleased with both of them During the lifetime of the Prophet Peace be upon him We considered nobody as equal to Abu Bakr and then Umar and then Uthman coming next to him in superiority. And then we used not to differentiate between the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Uthman, the son of Mohab, an Egyptian who came and performed the Hajj pilgrimage to the house Kaaba at Mecca, saw some people sitting. He inquired, Who are these people? Somebody said, They are the Quraysh. He said, Who is the old man sitting amongst them? The people replied, He is Abdullah ibn Umar. He said, O ibn Umar, I want to ask you about something. Please tell me about it. Do you know that Uthman fled away on the day of the battle of Uhud? Ibn Umar said, Yes. The Egyptian man said, Do you know that Uthman was absent on the day of the battle of Badr and did not join it? Ibn Umar said, Yes. The man said, Do you know that he failed to attend a Ridwan pledge and did not witness it, i.e. Hudaybiyah pledge? Ibn Umar said, Yes. The man said, Allahu Akbar. Ibn Umar said, Let me explain to you all these three things. As for his flight on the day of Uhud, I testify that Allah has excused him and forgiven him. And as for his absence from the battle of Badr, it was due to the fact that the daughter of Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, was his wife, and she was sick then. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said to him, You will receive the same reward and share of the booty as any one of those who participated in the battle of Badr if you stay with her. As for his absence from Ar-Ridwan pledge, had there been any person in Mecca more respectable than Uthman to be sent as a representative, Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, would have sent him instead of him. No doubt, Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, had sent him and the incident of Ar-Ridwan pledge happened after Uthman had gone to Mecca. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, held out his right hand saying, This is Uthman's hand. He stroked his other hand with it, saying, This pledge is on behalf of Uthman. Then Ibn Umar said to the man, Bear these excuses in mind with you. Footnote Ibn Umar agreed that Uthman had been absent in these three cases, referred to by the Egyptian, but at the same time, he defended him and proved that Uthman was no longer to blame for that. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ascended the mountain of Uhud with Abu Bakr, Umar and Uthman, and did shock. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Be calm, O Uhud. I think he struck it with his foot and added, There is none on you but a prophet, a Siddiq, and two martyrs. Chapter 1 The Story of the Bay'ah Pledge After Umar 
and the unanimous election of Uthman ibn Affan as a Khalifa. Narrated Amr ibn Maymun, I saw Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, a few days before he was stabbed in Al-Madina. He was standing with Hudayfat ibn al-Yaman and Uthman ibn Hunayf, to whom he said, What have you done? Do you think that you have imposed more taxation on the land of As-Sawad, i.e. Iraq, than it can bear? They replied, We have imposed on it what it can bear because of its great yield. Umar again said, Check whether you have imposed on the land what it cannot bear. They said, No, we haven't. Umar added, If Allah should keep me alive, I will let the widows of Iraq need no men to support them after me. But only four days had elapsed when he was stabbed to death. The day he was stabbed, I was standing, and there was nobody between me and him, i.e. Umar, except Abdullah ibn Abbas. Whenever Umar passed between the two rows, he would say, stand in straight lines. When he saw no defect in the rows, he would go forward and start the salah, prayer, with takbir. He would recite Surah to Yusuf, or An-Nahl, or the like in the first rak'ah, so that the people may have time to join the salah, prayer. As soon as he said takbir, I heard him saying, The dog has killed or eaten me. At the time he, i.e., the murderer, stabbed him. A non-Arab infidel proceeded on, carrying a double-edged knife and stabbing all the persons he passed by on the right and left till he stabbed thirteen persons, out of whom seven died. When one of the Muslims saw that, he threw a cloak on him. Realizing that he had been captured, the non-Arab infidel killed himself. Umar held the hand of Abdurrahman ibn Auf and let him lead the Salah prayer. Those who were standing by the side of Umar saw what I saw, but the people who were in the other parts of the mosque did not see anything, but they lost the voice of Umar, and they were saying, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, glorified be Allah. Abdurrahman ibn Auf led the people in a short salah, prayer. When they finished the salah, prayer, Umar said, O ibn Abbas, Find out who attacked me. Ibn Abbas kept on looking here and there for a short time and came to say, The slave of Al-Mughayra. On that Umar said, The craftsman? Ibn Abbas said, Yes. Umar said, May Allah curse him. I did not treat him unjustly. All the praises and thanks be to Allah, who has not caused me to die at the hands of a man who claims himself to be a Muslim. No doubt, you and your father, Abbas, used to love to have more non-Arab infidels in Al-Madina. Al-Abbas had the greatest number of slaves. Ibn Abbas said to Umar, If you wish, we will do. He meant, If you wish, we will kill them. Umar said, You are mistaken, for you can't kill them after they have spoken your language, offered prayers towards your qibla, and performed hajj like yours. Then Umar was carried to his house, and we went along with him, and the people were as if they had never suffered any calamity before that day.
Some said, do not worry, he will be alright soon. Some said, we are afraid that he will die. Then an infusion of dates was brought to him and he drank it, but it came out of the wound of his belly. Then milk was brought to him and he drank it, and it also came out of his belly. The people realized that he would die. We went to him, and the people came, praising him. A young man came saying, O chief of the believers, receive the glad tidings from Allah to you, due to your company with Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and your superiority in Islam, which you know. Then you became the ruler, i.e. Khalifa, and you ruled with justice, and finally you have been martyred. Omar said, I wish that all these privileges will counterbalance my shortcomings, so that I will neither lose nor gain anything. When the young man turned back to leave, his clothes seemed to be touching the ground. Omar said, Call the young man back to me. When he came back, Omar said, O oh, son of my brother, lift your clothes, for this will keep your clothes clean and save you from the punishment of your Lord. Omar further said, O oh, Abdullah ibn Omar, see how much I am in debt to others. When the debt was checked, it amounted to approximately 86,000. Omar said, If the property of Omar's family covers the debt, then pay the debt thereof. Otherwise, request it from Bani Adi ibn Kab, and if that too is not sufficient, ask for it from Quraysh tribe, and do not ask for it from anyone else, and pay this debt on my behalf. Omar then said to Abdullah, Go to Aisha, mother of the believers, and say, Omar is paying his salutation to you, but don't say, chief of the believers, because today I am not chief of the believers. And say, Omar ibn al-Khattab asks the permission to be buried with his two companions, i.e., the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Abu Bakr. Abdullah greeted Aisha and asked for the permission for entering, and then entered to her and found her sitting and weeping. He said to her, Umar ibn al-Khattab is paying his salutations to you and asks the permission to be buried with his two companions. She said, I had the idea of having this place for myself, but today I prefer Umar to myself. When he returned, it was said to Umar, Abdullah ibn Umar has come. Umar said, Make me sit up. Somebody supported him against his body, and Umar asked Abdullah, What news do you have? He said, O oh, chief of the believers, it is as you wish. She has given the permission. Umar said, Praise be to Allah. There was nothing more important to me than this. So when I die, take me and greet Aisha and say, Umar ibn al-Khattab asks the permission to be buried with the Prophet, peace be upon him. And if she gives the permission, bury me there. And if she refuses, then take me to the graveyard of the Muslims. Then Hafsa, the mother of the believers, the daughter of Umar, came with many other women walking with her. When we saw her, we went away. She went in to Umar and wept there for some time. When the men asked for permission to enter, 
she went into another place and we heard her weeping inside. The people said to Omar, O chief of the believers, appoint a successor. Omar said, I do not find anyone more suitable for the job than the following persons or group whom Allah's messenger peace be upon him had been pleased with before he died. Then Omar mentioned Ali, Uthman, Az-Zubair, Talha, Saad, and Abdurrahman ibn Awf, and said, Abdullah ibn Umar will be a witness to you, but he will have no share in the role. His being a witness will compensate him for not sharing the right of ruling. If Saad becomes the ruler, it will be all right. Otherwise, whoever becomes the ruler should seek his help, as I have not dismissed him because of incompetence or dishonesty. Omar added, I recommend that my successor takes care of the early immigrants, to know their rights and to protect their honor and sacred things. I also recommend that he be kind to the Ansar, who had lived in Al-Madina before the immigrants, and belief had entered their hearts before them. I recommend that the ruler should accept the good of the righteous among them and execute their wrongdoers, and I recommend that he should do good to all the people of the towns, Al-Ansar, as they are the protectors of Islam and the source of wealth and the source of annoyance to the enemy. I also recommend that nothing be taken from them except from their surplus with their consent. I also recommend that he do good to Al-Arab, Arab Bedouins, as they are the origin of the Arabs and the material of Islam. He should take from what is inferior amongst their properties and distribute that to the poor amongst them. I also recommend him concerning Allah's and his messengers' protectees, i.e. Dhimmah, to fulfill their contracts and to fight for them and not to overburden them with what is beyond their ability. So when Umar expired, we carried him out and set out walking. Abdullah ibn Umar greeted Aisha and said, Umar ibn al-Khattab asks the permission. Aisha said, bring him in. He was brought in and buried beside his two companions. When he was buried, the group recommended by him held a meeting. Then Abdurrahman said, reduce the candidates for rulership to three of you. As Zubair said, I give up my right to Ali. Talha said, I give up my right to Uthman. Saad said, I give up my right to Abdurrahman ibn Awf. Abdurrahman then said to Uthman and Ali, Now which of you is willing to give up his right of candidacy so that he may choose the better of the two, bearing in mind that Allah will be his witness and so will be Islam? So both the Shaykhs, i.e. Uthman and Ali, kept silent. Abdurrahman said, Will you both leave this matter to me, and I take Allah as my witness, that I will not choose but the better of you? They said, Yes. So Abdurrahman took the hand of one of them, i.e. Ali, and said, You are related to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and one of the earliest Muslims, as you know well. So I ask you by Allah to promise that if I select you as a ruler, you will do justice, and if I select Uthman as a ruler, you will listen to him and obey him.
Then he took the other, i.e. Uthman, aside and said the same to him. When Abdurrahman secured their agreement to this covenant, he said, O Uthman, raise your hand. So he, i.e. Abdurrahman, gave him, i.e. Uthman, the bay'ah pledge, and then Ali gave him the bay'ah, and then all the people of Al-Madina gave him the bay'ah. Chapter 1 The Merits of Ali ibn Abi Talib al-Qurashi al-Hashimi, Abel Hassan, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Ali, You are from me, and I am from you. Umar said about Ali, Before Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, died, he had been pleased with him. Narrated Sahl ibn Sa'ad, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Tomorrow I will give the flag to a man with whose leadership Allah will grant the Muslims victory. So the people kept on thinking the whole night as to who would be given the flag. The next morning, the people went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and every one of them hoped that he would be given the flag. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Where is Ali ibn Abi Talib? The people replied, He is suffering from my trouble, O Allah's Messenger. He said, Send for him and bring him to me. So when Ali came, the Prophet, peace be upon him, spat in his eyes and invoked good on him, and he became all right as if he had had no ailment. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then gave him the flag. Ali said, O Allah's Messenger, shall I fight them, i.e., enemy, till they become like us? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Proceed to them steadily till you approach near to them and then invite them to Islam and inform them of their duties towards Allah, which Islam prescribed for them. For by Allah, if one man is guided on the right path, i.e., converted to Islam, through you, it would be better for you than a great number of red camels. Narrated Salama Ali happened to stay behind the Prophet, peace be upon him, and did not join him during the battle of Khaybar, for he was having eye trouble. Then he said, How could I remain behind Allah's Messenger? So Ali set out following the Prophet, peace be upon him. When it was the eve of the day, in the morning of which Allah helped the Muslims to conquer it, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, I will give the flag to a man, or Tomorrow a man whom Allah and his messenger love will take the flag. Or said, A man who loves Allah and his messenger. And Allah will grant victory under his leadership. Suddenly, Ali came, whom we did not expect. The people said, This is Ali. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, gave him the flag. And Allah granted victory under his leadership. Narrated Aba Hazim, a man came to Sahl ibn Sa'ad and said, This is so and so, meaning the governor of Al-Madina. He is calling Ali bad names near the pulpit. Sahl asked, What is he saying? He, i.e., the man, replied, He calls him, i.e., Ali, Aba Turab. 
Sahel laughed and said, By Allah, none but the Prophet, peace be upon him, called him by this name, and no name was dearer to Ali than this. So I asked Sahel to tell me more, saying, O Aba Abbas, how was this name given to Ali? Sahel said, Ali went to Fatima, and then came out and slipped in the mosque. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked Fatima, Where is your cousin? She said, In the mosque. The Prophet, peace be upon him, went to him, and found that is, i.e., Ali's, covering sheet had slipped off his back, and dust had spoiled his back. The Prophet, peace be upon him, started wiping the dust off his back, and said twice, Get up, O Abaturab, i.e., O man with the dust. Narrated Sa'd ibn Ubadah, a man came to Ibn Umar and asked about Uthman. And Ibn Umar mentioned his good deeds and said to the questioner, Perhaps these facts annoy you. The other said, Yes. Ibn Umar said, May Allah stick your nose in the dust, i.e. degrade you. Then the man asked about Ali. Ibn Umar mentioned his good deeds and said, It is all true. And that is his house in the midst of the houses of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Perhaps these facts have hurt you. The questioner said, Yes. Ibn Umar said, May Allah stick your nose in the dust, i.e., degrade you, or make you do things which you hate. Go away, and do whatever you can against me. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him. Fatima. Peace be upon her, complained of the suffering caused to her by the handmill. Some captives were brought to the Prophet, peace be upon him. She came to him, but did not find him at home. Aisha was present there, to whom she told of her desire for a servant. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, came, Aisha informed him about Fatima's visit. Ali added, So the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to us, while we had gone to our bed. I wanted to get up, but the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Remain at your place. Then he sat down between us, till I found the coolness of his fear in my chest. Then he said, Shall I teach you a thing, which is better than what you have asked me? When you go to bed, say, Allahu Akbar, thirty-four times, and, Subhanallah, thirty-three times and Alhamdulillah 33 times, for that is better for you both than a servant. Footnote Allahu Akbar, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah These three expressions mean respectively Allah is the most great, glorified be Allah, and all praises and thanks be to Allah. And narrated Sa'd that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Ali, Will you not be pleased from this, that you are to me like Harun, Aaron, was to Musa, Moses? Narrated Ubaidah, Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, said to the people of Iraq, Judge as you used to judge, for I hate differences, and I do my best till the people unite as one group, or I die as my companions have died. Chapter 1 The Merits of Ja'far ibn Abi Talib al-Hashimi 
May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, You resemble me both in appearance and character. Narrated Aba Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. The people used to say, Aba Huraira narrates too many narrations. In fact, I used to keep close to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and was satisfied with what filled my stomach. I ate no leavened bread, and dressed no decorated stripped clothes, and never did a man or a woman serve me, and I often used to press my belly against gravel because of hunger, and I used to ask a man to recite a Quranic verse to me, although I knew it, so that he would take me to his home and feed me. And the most generous of all the people to the poor was Ja'far ibn Abi Talib. He used to take us to his home and offer us what was available therein. He would even offer us an empty folded leather container of butter, which we would split and lick whatever was in it. Narrated as Shabay, whenever Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them, greeted Ibn Jafar, he used to say, Assalamu alaik, i.e., greetings of salutation and peace be on you, O son of Viljinahain, son of the two winged person. Footnote The Prophet, peace be upon him, in another hadith said, I saw Jafar ibn Abi Talib flying with the angels. Chapter 1 The mention of Al Abbas ibn Abdul Muttalib. May Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Anas, May Allah be pleased with him. Whenever there was drought, Umar ibn al-Khattab used to ask Allah for rain through Al-Abbas ibn Abdul Muttalib, saying, O oh Allah, we used to request our Prophet, peace be upon him, to ask you for rain, and you would give us. Now, we request the uncle of our Prophet, peace be upon him, to ask you for rain, so give us rain. So Allah used to provide them with rain. Footnote This hadith indicates that you can only ask a living person to invoke Allah for you and not the dead, even if the dead person may be a prophet. Chapter 1 The virtues of the relatives of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and the merits of Fatima. Peace be upon her, the daughter of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Fatima is the chief of the women in paradise. Narrated Aisha, Fatima, peace be upon her, sent somebody to Abu Bakr asking him to give her her inheritance from the Prophet, peace be upon him, from what Allah had given to his messenger, peace be upon him, through Fa'ayi. Buri gained without fighting. She asked from the Sadaqah, i.e., wealth assigned for charitable purposes of the Prophet, peace be upon him, at Al Medina, and Fadak, and what remained of the Khums, i.e., one fifth of the Khaybar Buri. Abu Bakr said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, We, Prophets, our property is not inherited. And whatever we leave is sadaqah. But Muhammad's family can eat from this property, i.e., Allah's property, but they have no right to take more than the food they need. By Allah, I will not bring any change in dealing with the 
Sadaqah of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and will keep them as they used to be observed in his, i.e., the Prophet's lifetime. And I will dispose with it as Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to do. Zin Ali said, I testify that La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that Muhammad is his messenger. And added, O Abu Bakr, we acknowledge your superiority. Then he, i.e., Ali, mentioned their own relationship to Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and their right. Abu Bakr then spoke, saying, By Allah, in whose hands my soul is, I love to do good to the relatives of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, rather than to my own relatives. Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, added, Look at Muhammad, peace be upon him, through his family. I.e., if you are not good to his family, you are not good to him, peace be upon him. Narrated Al-Miswar ibn Makhrama, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Fatima is a part of me. And he who makes her angry, makes me angry. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. The Prophet, peace be upon him, called his daughter, Fatima, during his illness in which she died, and told her a secret whereupon she wept. Then he called her again, and told her a secret whereupon she laughed. When I asked her about that, she replied, the Prophet, peace be upon him, spoke to me in secret and informed me that he would die in the course of the illness during which he died, so I wept. He again spoke to me in secret and informed me that I would be the first of his family to follow him after his death, and on that I laughed. Chapter 1 The Merits of Az-Zubayr ibn al-Awwam May Allah be pleased with him Ibn Abbas said, He, i.e., Az-Zubayr, was the Hawari, i.e., disciple of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And the Hawariyun were called so because of the whiteness of their clothes. Narrated Marwan ibn al-Hakam, Uthman ibn Affan was afflicted with severe nose bleeding in the year when such illness was prevalent and that prevented him from performing Hajj. And because of it, he made his will. A man from Quraysh came to him and said, Appoint your successor. Uthman asked, Did the people name him, i.e., the successor? The man said, Yes. Uthman asked, Who is that? The man remained silent. Another man came to Uthman, and I think it was Al-Harith. He also said, Appoint your successor. Uthman asked, Did the people name him? The man replied, Yes. Uthman said, Who is that? The man remained silent. Uthman said, Perhaps they have mentioned Az-Zubayr. The man said, Yes. Uthman said, By him in whose hands my soul is, he is the best of them as I know, and the dearest of them to Allah's Messenger. Peace be upon him. Footnote Hawariyun is plural of Hawari. Narrated Marwan ibn al-Hakam, While I was with Uthman, a man came to him and said, Appoint your successor. Uthman said, Has such successor been named? He replied, Yes. 
Az-Zubayr. Uthman said, thrice, By Allah, indeed you know that he is the best of you. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Every Prophet used to have a Hawari, i.e. disciple, and my Hawari is Az-Zubayr ibn al-Awwam. Narrated Abdullah ibn Zubayr, may Allah be pleased with both of them. During the battle of Al-Ahzab, the Confederates, I and Umar ibn Abi Salama, were kept behind with the women. Behold, I saw my father, Az-Zubayr, riding his horse, going to and coming from Bani Quraidah twice or thrice. So when I came back, I said, O oh my father, I saw you going to and coming from Bani Quraidah. He said, Did you really see me, O oh my son? I said, Yes. He said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Who will go to Bani Quraidah and bring me their news? So I went, and when I came back, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, mentioned for me both his parents, saying, Let my father and mother be sacrificed for you. Narrated Urwa On the day of the battle of Al-Yarmouk, the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Az-Zubayr, Will you attack the enemy vigorously, so that we may attack them along with you? So, Az-Zubayr attacked them, and they inflicted two wounds over his shoulder, and in between these two wounds, there was an old scar he had received on the day of the battle of Badr. When I was a child, I used to insert my fingers into those scars in play. Chapter 1 Narrations about Talhat ibn Ubaidillah, may Allah be pleased with him. Umar said, before the Prophet, peace be upon him, died, he was pleased with him. Narrated Aba Uthman, during one of the Ghazawat, in which Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was fighting, none remained with the Prophet, peace be upon him, but Talha and Sa'ad. Narrated Qais ibn Abi al-Hazim, I saw Talha's paralyzed hand, with which he had protected the Prophet, peace be upon him, from an arrow. Chapter 1 the merits of Sa'din ibn Abi Waqqas in Zuhri, may Allah be pleased with both of them. Banu Zuhra were maternal uncles of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he, i.e., Sa'd, was Sa'd ibn Malik. Narrated Sa'd, may Allah be pleased with him. On the day of the battle of Uhud, the Prophet, peace be upon him, mentioned for me both his parents, i.e., saying, let my parents be sacrificed for you. Narrated Sa'd, may Allah be pleased with him. No doubt, for some time, I stood for one-third of the Muslims. Footnote, he was one of the first three persons who embraced Islam, according to his knowledge. Narrated Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas, may Allah be pleased with both of them. No man embraced Islam before the day on which I embraced Islam. And no doubt, I remained for seven days as one-third of the then-extant Muslims. Narrated Qais, 
I heard Sa'd, may Allah be pleased with him, saying, I was the first amongst the Arabs who shot an arrow in Allah's cause. We used to fight along with the Prophet, peace be upon him, while we had nothing to eat except the leaves of trees, so that one's excreta would look like the excreta bowls of camel or a sheep, containing nothing to mix them together. Today, Banu Asad tribe, blame me for not having understood Islam. I would be a loser if my deeds were in vain. Those people complained about Sa'ad to Umar, claiming that he did not offer Salah, prayers, perfectly. Chapter 1 Narrations about the sons-in-law of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and one of them is Abal Aas ibn Rabia. Narrated Al-Miswar ibn Makhrama, Ali demanded the hand of the daughter of Aba Jahl. Fatima heard of this and went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, You people think that you do not become angry for the sake of your daughters, as Ali now is going to marry the daughter of Aba Jahl. On that, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got up, and after his recitation of Tashahud, I heard him saying, Then after, I married one of my daughters to Abal Aas ibn Rabia, the husband of Zainab, the daughter of the Prophet, peace be upon him, before Islam, and whenever he spoke to me, he spoke the truth. No doubt, Fatima is a part of me. I hate to see her being troubled. By Allah, the daughter of Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and the daughter of Allah's enemy cannot be wives of one man. So Ali gave up the engagement. Al-Miswar further said, I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, talking, and he mentioned a son-in-law of his belonging to the tribe of Bani Abdishams. He praised him highly concerning his relationship and said, Whenever he spoke to me, he spoke the truth, and whenever he promised me, he fulfilled his promise. Footnote Tashahud means to testify that La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. Chapter 1 The Virtues of Zayd ibn Haritha, the freed slave of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Al-Bara' that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Zayd ibn Haritha, You are our brother and our freed slave. Narrated Abdullah ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent an army under the command of Usama ibn Zayd. When some people criticized his leadership, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, If you are criticizing Usama's leadership, you used to criticize his father's leadership before. By Allah, he was worthy of leadership and was one of the dearest persons to me. And now this, i.e., Usama, is one of the dearest to me after him, Zayd. Narrated Urwa, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, A Qa'if, i.e., one skilled in recognizing the lineage of a person through physiognomy and through examining the body parts of an infant, came to me while the Prophet, peace be upon him, was present, and Usama ibn Zayd and Zayd ibn Haritha 
were lying asleep. The Qa'if said, These feet of Usama and his father are of persons belonging to the same lineage. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was pleased with that saying, which won his admiration, and he told Aisha of it. Chapter 1 Narrations about Usama ibn Zayd Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the people of the Quraysh tribe were worried about the Makhzumiyah woman. They said, nobody dare speak to him, i.e. the Prophet, peace be upon him, except Usama ibn Zayd, as he is the most beloved to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, A woman from Bani Makhzumiyah committed a theft, and the people said, Who can intercede with the Prophet, peace be upon him, for her? So nobody dared speak to him, i.e., the Prophet, peace be upon him, but Usama ibn Zayd spoke to him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, If a man of high rank amongst the children of Bani Israel committed a theft, they used to forgive him. But if a poor man of a low rank committed a theft, they would cut his hand. But I would cut even the hand of Fatima, i.e., the daughter of the Prophet, peace be upon him, if she committed a theft. Narrated Abdullah ibn Dinar, one day, Ibn Umar, while in the mosque, looked at a man who was dragging his clothes while walking in one of the corners of the mosque. He said, See who is that? I wish he was near to me. Somebody then said to Ibn Umar, Don't you know him, O Aba Abdir Rahman? He is Muhammad ibn Usama. On that, Ibn Umar bowed his head and dug the earth with his hands and then said, If Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had seen him, he would have loved him. Footnote Regarding that statement, I wish he was near to me, means Ibn Umar wished that the man had been near to him so that he might advise him not to walk in that way. Narrated Usama ibn Zayd, may Allah be pleased with both of them, that the Prophet peace be upon him used to take him, i.e. Usama and Al-Hasan in his lap and say, O oh Allah, love them as I love them. The freed slave of Usama ibn Zayd said, Al-Hajjaj ibn Ayman ibn Ummi Ayman and Ayman ibn Ummi Ayman was Usama's brother from the maternal side and he was one of the Ansar was seen by Ibn Umar not performing his bowing and prostrations in a perfect manner. So Ibn Umar told him to repeat his Salah prayer. Harmala the freed slave of Usama ibn Zayd said that while he was in the company of Abdullah ibn Umar, Al-Hajjaj ibn Ayman came in and while offering salah, prayer, he did not perform his bowing and prostrations properly. So Ibn Umar told him to repeat his salah, prayer. When he went away, Ibn Umar asked me, Who is he? I said, Al-Hajjaj ibn Ayman ibn Ummi Ayman. Ibn Umar said, If Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saw him, he would have loved him. Then Ibn Umar mentioned the love of the Prophet, peace be upon him, for the children of Ummi Ayman.
Sulaiman said that Ummi Ayman was one of the nurses of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter 1 The Merits of Abdullah ibn Umar ibn al-Khattab May Allah be pleased with both of them. Narrated ibn Umar May Allah be pleased with both of them. If a man saw a dream during the lifetime of the Prophet, peace be upon him, he would narrate it to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Once I wished to see a dream and narrate it to the Prophet, peace be upon him. I was young, unmarried, and used to sleep in the mosque during the lifetime of the Prophet, peace be upon him. I dreamed that two angels took me and went away with me towards the hellfire, which looked like a well with the inside walls built up and had two sidewalks like those of a well. There, I saw some people in it whom I knew. I started saying, I seek refuge with Allah from the hellfire. I seek refuge with Allah from the hellfire. Then another angel met those two and said to me, Do not be afraid. I narrated my dream to Hafsa. Ibn Umar added, Hafsa narrated my dream to the Prophet, peace be upon him. He said, What an excellent man Abdullah is, if he only observes the night salah, prayer. Narrated Salim, as above and added, Since then, Abdullah used not to sleep at night, but very little. Narrated Ibn Umar, on the authority of his sister, Hafsa, may Allah be pleased with her, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had said to her, Abdullah is a pious man. Chapter 1 The Virtues of Ammar ibn Yasir and Hudayfat ibn al-Yaman May Allah be pleased with both of them. Narrated Al-Qamah I went to Asham and offered a two-rak'ah prayer and then said, O oh Allah, bless me with a righteous, pious companion. So I went to some people and sat with them. An old man came and sat by my side. I asked, Who is he? They replied, He is Abad Darda. I said to him, I pray to Allah to bless me with a pious companion, and he sent you to me. He asked me, From where are you? I replied, From the people of Al-Kufa. He said, Isn't there amongst you Ibn Umm Abd? the one who used to carry the shoes, the cushion or pillow, and the water for ablution, is there amongst you the one whom Allah gave refuge from Satan through the request of his Prophet, peace be upon him? Is there amongst you the one who keeps the secrets of the Prophet, peace be upon him, which nobody knows except him? Abad Darda further asked, How does Abdullah ibn Mas'ud recite the surah starting with وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى by the night as it envelopes, Quran chapter 92 verse 1. Then I recited before him, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى وَالذَّكَرِ وَالْأُنْثَى By the night as it envelopes, and by the day as it appears in brightness, and by male and female. Quran chapter 92 verse 1 to 3. On this Abad Darda said, By Allah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, made me recite the surah in this way while I was listening to him reciting it. Footnote 1. 
The person who used to carry the things mentioned here for the Prophet, peace be upon him, was Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Footnote 2. Regarding that statement, is there amongst you the one whom Allah gave refuge from Satan through the request of his Prophet, peace be upon him? The person meant here is Ammar. Footnote 3. The person who used to keep the Prophet's secrets which nobody else knew was Hudayfa. Footnote 4. The third verse of Surah number 92 in the Quran is وَمَا خَلَقَ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْثَى By him who created male and female, Abad Darda' and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud used to read this verse as وَالذَّكَرِ وَالْأُنْثَى and by male and female, excluding وَمَا خَلَقْ i.e. by him who created. Perhaps they did not hear the complete verse from the Prophet, peace be upon him, while many other companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, did. Narrated Ibrahim, Al-Qama went to Asham, and when he entered the mosque, he said, O oh Allah, bless me with a righteous, pious companion. So he sat with Abad Darda. Abad Darda asked him, Where are you from? Al-Qama replied, From the people of Al-Kufa. Abad Darda said, Isn't there amongst you the keeper of the secret which nobody else knows, i.e. Hudayfa? Al-Qama said, Yes. Then Abad Darda further asked, Isn't there amongst you the person whom Allah gave refuge from Satan through the invocation of his Prophet, peace be upon him, namely, Ammar? Al-Qama replied in the affirmative. Abad Darda said, Isn't there amongst you the person who carries the siwak or the secrets, i.e., of the Prophet, peace be upon him, namely, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud? Al-Qama said, Yes. Then Abad Darda asked, How Abdullah ibn Mas'ud used to recite the surah starting with, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى by the night as it envelopes, by the day as it appears in brightness. Quran chapter 92, verse 1 and 2. Al-Qamah said, وَالْأُنْثَى And by male and female. Abad Darda then said, These people of Asham tried hard to make me accept something other than what I had heard from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter 1. The Virtues of Aba Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah. May Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Anas ibn Malik. May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Every nation has an Amin, trustworthy man, and the Amin, trustworthy man, of this, i.e., Muslim nation, is Aba Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah. Narrated Hudayfa, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to the people of Najran, I will send you the most trustworthy man. Every one of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was looking forward to be that person. He then sent Aba Ubaidah, may Allah be pleased with him. Chapter 1 The Mention of Mus'ab ibn Umair Narrated Khabbab May Allah be pleased with him 
we immigrated with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Allah's cause, and so our reward was then truly incumbent on Allah. Some of us died, and they did not take anything from their rewards in this world. And amongst them was Mus'ab ibn Umayr. And the others were those who got their rewards. Mus'ab ibn Umayr was murdered on the day of the battle of Uhud, and we found nothing to shroud him in except his burda. And when we covered his head, his feet became bare, and vice versa. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered us to cover his head only, and to put ivkhir, a kind of shrub, over his feet. Chapter 1 The Merits of Al-Hasan and Al-Husayn May Allah be pleased with both of them. Narrated Aba Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, took and put Al-Hasan over his shoulder. Narrated Aba Bakra, May Allah be pleased with him. I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, talking at the pulpit while Al-Hasan was sitting beside him. And he, i.e., the Prophet, peace be upon him, was once looking at the people, and at another time Al-Hasan, and saying, This son of mine is a Sayyid, i.e., chief, and perhaps Allah will bring about an agreement between two sects of the Muslims through him. Narrated Usama ibn Zayd, May Allah be pleased with both of them. That the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to take him and Al-Hasan, and used to say, O oh Allah, I love them, so please love them, or said something similar. Narrated Muhammad, Anas ibn Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The head of Al-Husayn ibn Ali was brought to Ubaidillah ibn Ziyad, and was put in a tray, and then Ibn Ziyad started playing with a stick, at the nose and mouth of Al-Husayn's head, and saying something about his handsome features. Anas then said to him, Al-Husayn resembled the Prophet, peace be upon him, more than the others did. Anas added, his, i.e., Al-Husayn's hair, was dyed with, wasma, i.e., a kind of plant used as a dye. Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him, I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, while Al-Hasan was over his shoulder, saying, O oh Allah, I love him, so please love him. Narrated Uqbat ibn al-Harith, I saw Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, carrying Al-Hasan and saying, Let my father be sacrificed for you. You resemble the Prophet, peace be upon him, and not Ali, while Ali was smiling. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them. Abu Bakr used to say, in order to please the Prophet, Muhammad, peace be upon him, do good to his family. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, none resembled the Prophet, peace be upon him, more than Al-Hasan ibn Ali did. Narrated Ibn Abi Nam, a person asked Abdullah ibn Umar, whether a muhrim, a person in the state of ihram, could kill flies. I heard him saying in reply, the people of Iraq are asking about the killing of flies 
while they themselves murdered the son of the daughter of Allah's messenger, peace be upon him. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, They, i.e., Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein, are my two sweet basils in this world. Footnote The Prophet, peace be upon him, compared Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein to two sweet basils because he used to embrace and smell them. Chapter 1 The Merits of Bilal ibn Rabah, the freed slave of Abu Bakr. May Allah be pleased with both of them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Bilal, I heard the sound of your shoes in paradise just in front of me. Narrated Jabir ibn Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with both of them. Umar used to say, Abu Bakr is our chief, and he manumitted our chief, meaning Bilal. Narrated Qais, Bilal said to Abu Bakr, If you bought me for yourself, then keep me for yourself. But if you have bought me for Allah's sake, then leave me for Allah's work. Chapter 1 Narrations about Ibn Abbas May Allah be pleased with both of them. Narrated Ibn Abbas May Allah be pleased with both of them. Once the Prophet, peace be upon him, embraced me, i.e., pressed me to his chest, and said, O Allah, teach him al-hikmah, i.e., the understanding of the knowledge of the Qur'an. Narrated Abdul Warith, the same but said, O Allah, teach him, Ibn Abbas, the book, i.e., the understanding of the knowledge of the Qur'an. Narrated Khalid as above. Chapter 1 The Merits of Khalid ibn al-Walid, may Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, announced about the death of Zayd, Ja'far, and Ibn Rawha to the people before the news of their death reached them. He said with his eyes overflowing with tears, Zayd took the flag and was martyred. Then Ja'far took the flag and was martyred. And then Ibn Rawha took the flag and was martyred. Finally, the flag was taken by a sword from Allah's swords, i.e., Khalid ibn al-Walid, and Allah gave them, i.e., the Muslims, victory. Chapter 1 The Merits of Salim, the freed slave of Aba Hudayfa, may Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Masruq. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud was mentioned before Abdullah ibn Amr. The latter said, That is a man I continue to love because I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, Learn the recitation of the Quran from any of these four persons Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, Salim, the freed slave of Aba Hudayfa, Ubay ibn Ka'b, and Mu'adh ibn Jabal. I do not remember whether he mentioned Ubay first or Mu'adh. Chapter 1 The Merits of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud May Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Abdullah ibn Amr May Allah be pleased with both of them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was neither a Fahish 
one who talks evil, nor a mutafahish, one who conveys evil talk. He used to say, the most beloved to me amongst you is the one who has the best character and manners. See Hadith number 3559, 6029, and 6035. He, peace be upon him, added, Learn the Qur'an from any of these four persons, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, Salim, the freed slave of Aba Hudayfa, Ubay ibn Ka'b, and Mu'adh ibn Jabal. See Hadith number 3806. Narrated al I went to Asham and was offering a Turaqa Salah prayer. I said, O oh Allah, Bless me with a pious companion. Then I saw an old man coming towards me, and when he came near, I said to myself, I hope Allah has granted me my request. The man asked me, Where are you from? I replied, I am from the people of Al-Kufa. He said, Weren't there amongst you the one who used to carry the Prophet's shoes, siwak, and the ablution water container? Weren't there amongst you the one who was given Allah's refuge from the Satan? And weren't there amongst you the man who used to keep the Prophet's secrets which nobody else knew? How did Ibn Umm Abd, i.e. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, used to recite Surah Al-Layl, number 92? I recited, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى وَالذَّكَرِ وَالْأُنْثَى by the night as it envelopes, by the day as it appears in brightness, and by male and female. Quran chapter 92 verse 1 to 3. On that, Abad Darda said, By Allah, the Prophet peace be upon him, made me read the verse in this way after listening to him, but these people of Asham tried their best to let me say something different. Footnote 1. The person who used to carry the Prophet's shoes, siwak, and the ablution water container meant here was Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Footnote 2. The person who was given Allah's refuge from the Satan meant here was Ammar ibn Yasser. Footnote 3. The person who used to keep the Prophet's secrets, which nobody else knew, was Hudayfa. Footnote 4. The third verse of Surah number 92 in the Qur'an is وَمَا خَلَقَ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْثَى By him who created male and female. Abad Darda and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud used to read this verse as وَالذَّكَرِ وَالْأُنْثَى and by male and female, excluding وَمَا خَلَقَ i.e. by him who created. Perhaps they did not hear the complete verse from the Prophet peace be upon him, while many other companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, dead. Narrated Abdurrahman ibn Yazid, we asked Hudayfa to tell us of a person resembling to some extent the Prophet, peace be upon him, in good appearance and straightforward behavior, so that we may learn from him good manners and acceptable conduct. Hudayfa replied, I do not know anybody resembling the Prophet, peace be upon him, to some extent, 
in appearance and conduct more than Ibn Ummi Abd, i.e. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Narrated Aba Musa al-Ash'ari, may Allah be pleased with him, my brother and I came from Yemen, and for some time we continued to consider Abdullah ibn Mas'ud as one of the members of the family of the Prophet, peace be upon him, because we used to see him and his mother going in the house of the Prophet, peace be upon him, very often. Chapter 1 Narration about Muawiyah, may Allah be pleased with him. Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika, Muawiyah offered one rak'ah witr prayer after the Isha prayer, and at that time, a freed slave of Ibn Abbas was present. He, i.e., the slave, went to Ibn Abbas and told him that Muawiyah offered one rak'ah in witr prayer. Ibn Abbas said, Leave him, for he was in the company of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Footnote, Muawiyah must have seen the Prophet, peace be upon him, doing the same. Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika, somebody said to Ibn Abbas, Can you speak to chief of the believers, Muawiyah, as he does not offer except one rak'ah as witr? Ibn Abbas replied, He is a faqih, i.e., a learned man who can give religious verdict. Narrated Humran ibn Aban, Muawiyah, may Allah be pleased with him, said to the people, You offer a salah, prayer, which we, who were the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, never saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, offering, and he forbade its offering, i.e., the two rak'ah after the compulsory asr prayer. Chapter 1 the merits of Fatima, may Allah be pleased with her. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Fatima is the chief mistress of women in paradise. Narrated Al-Miswar ibn Makhrama, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Fatima is a part of me, and whoever makes her angry, makes me angry. Chapter 1 The Superiority of Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Narrated Aba Salama, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, Once Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to me, O Aish, i.e., Aisha, this is Jibreel, Gabriel, greeting you. I said, Peace and Allah's mercy and blessings be on him. You see what I don't see. She was addressing Allah's Messenger. Peace be upon him. Narrated Aba Musa al-Ash'ari, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Many amongst men attained perfection, but amongst the women, none attained the perfection except Maryam, Mary, the daughter of Imran, and Asiya, the wife of Pharaoh, Pharaoh. And the superiority of Aisha to other women, is like the superiority of Farid, i.e., an Arabic dish, to other meals. Narrated Anas ibn Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The superiority of Aisha over other women 
is like the superiority of Farid to other meals. Narrated Al-Qasim ibn Muhammad, once Aisha became sick and Ibn Abbas went to see her and said, O mother of the believers, you are leaving for truthful forerunners, i.e. for Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and Aba Bakr. Narrated Aba Wa'il, when Ali sent Ammar and Al-Hassan to the people of Al-Kufa to urge them to fight, Ammar addressed them saying, I know that she, i.e. Aisha, is the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him in this world and in the hereafter, but Allah has put you to test whether you will follow him, i.e. Allah or her. Footnote Allah's order is to obey the Imam, i.e. Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, and for the ladies to stay at home. See the Quran, chapter 33, verse 33. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, that she borrowed a necklace from Asma, and it was lost. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, sent some of his companions to look for it. During their journey, the time of Salah, prayer, was due, and they offered the Salah, prayer, without ablution. When they returned to the Prophet, peace be upon him, they complained about it. So the divine verse of Tayammum was revealed. Usaid ibn Hudayr said to Aisha, May Allah reward you handsomely. By Allah, whenever you have a difficulty, Allah took you out of it and brought with it a blessing for the Muslims. Narrated Hisham's father, when Allah's messenger peace be upon him was in his fatal illness, he started visiting his wives and saying, Where will I be tomorrow? He was anxious to be in Aisha's home. Aisha said, So when it was my day, the Prophet, peace be upon him, became silent. No longer asked that question. Narrated Hisham's father, The people used to send presents to the Prophet, peace be upon him, on the day of Aisha's turn. Aisha said, My companions, i.e., the other wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, gathered in the house of Umm Salama and said, O Umm Salama, by Allah, the people choose to send presents on the day of Aisha's turn, and we too love the good, i.e., presents, etc., as Aisha does. You should tell Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, to tell the people to send their presents to him, wherever he may be, or wherever his turn may be. Umm Salamah said that to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he turned away from her. And when the Prophet, peace be upon him, returned to her, i.e., Umm Salamah, she repeated the same. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, again turned away. And when she told him the same for the third time, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Umm Salamah, don't trouble me by harming Aisha, for by Allah, the divine revelation never came to me while I was under the blanket of any woman amongst you except Aisha.